Welcome back to another Youth Centered Podcast. Very excited today to have the Dion Twins here. Um, thank you for some great feedback from last week's podcast where we really broke down what and how we actually did the greatest summer ever during a global pandemic. So uh, for those people that might have missed it, check it out. Um, it's a good one, and I think it's something that we're sharing everywhere and to anybody that would like to hear about how we pulled this off. And my two guests today were a major part of how we pulled this off. So I have the famous Kelsey and Ainsley Dion uh, from North Andover High School, uh, but they're actually more known as famous Girl Gut Game counselors for me in the summertime. Um, and I'm sure most people in the community know them, but I'm gonna have them do their own personal introduction um, to give you a little idea of who they are from very little age up until obviously going into senior year. Ainsley, let's start with you. Hi, I'm Ainsley Dion. I'm gonna be a senior this year at North Andover High School. Um, I do a lot throughout the town and at the high school. So I play three sports. Um, I play soccer in the fall. I run indoor track in the winter and then I play lacrosse in the spring. I'm also a part of the Student Ambassadors Club. Um, and I try to do as much as I can with the Youth Center too. I'm part of the Youth Council Junior Senior Program. Um, I just like to be active a lot. So I spend a lot of time outside with my family, hiking, we ski, um, and with my dog too. Awesome. And how about you, sister? Um, I'm Kelsey Dion. I'm also going to be a senior at North Andover High School. And we share pretty similar interests. I play soccer, run track, and play lacrosse. Um, I also play club lacrosse for Massachusetts. Um, and then pretty similar, we like to be um, outdoors and be with the youth center. So I'm also part of youth council. Yeah, we love having you around here too. And we're gonna talk a lot about your motivation, self-motivation, but one thing I always know about both of you is you always have a big smile on and you're always willing to do everything. Let's let's go back a few weeks to uh, what we all affectionately call here the best summer ever, and you obviously lived every moment of this and were a big part of our success. Um, but now that you've been out of it for three weeks, um, Tell me what the experience like was working this summer. Now, again, you worked last summer pre-pandemic, but tell me what was it like, you know, working in a global pandemic and what was expected for us? And then obviously dealing with the fact that most people didn't think we were gonna pull this off. Um, I think it was definitely different from last year. And I think we all had to adapt to that and kind of find our new camp normal. Um, obviously the masks were a big change. Um, we added cohorts, which was actually kind of cool because we could have kind of a team spirit and you had a little home base that you knew you could always count on a couple friends or a counselor or camper to look out for you. Um, I think it was more just about like bringing some sense of normalcy back and I know I appreciate it a lot because I just liked having a place I could go to every day, Monday through Friday, that I was seeing people and making connections and really having the summer that I kind of wanted. Absolutely. Anything? I think for me too, it was about having a schedule. I missed during those couple months of the pandemic before we had camp of having something to do every day and having that set schedule. Um, so I definitely liked being there and seeing familiar faces every day. And I think I was really just able to connect with the girls more this year. One, probably because it was my second year here. So I was a little bit more confident, but I think also just with the pandemic, people really wanted to come together more. So I think it made it more special. Yeah, absolutely. And you. Uh you know, I spoke to a lot of the middle school girls and then obviously our coordinator at GGG, Molly Malandrino, raves about you guys. 
Um, so now, you know, I asked this question when I had a little exit interview with you guys about like, now that it's over, has it hit in, has it hit you at all as far as what this, I mean, we know you did a great job with the kids. We know you came to work every day with such motivation, but has it hit you of what you actually accomplished and what something that none of us have ever lived through a global pandemic? I think every day it kind of hits me a little bit more, but I don't think it really ever will fully set in just because it was so in the moment. I was just going through it every day and something new would happen. So I think now I definitely appreciate that it was something really special that if I look around, a lot of other kids didn't get to do um, in Massachusetts and across the country. So I think it was really something unique for us. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I don't, during the time, I think you were just living through it and having such a great experience that you didn't really realize what we were doing. Um, but I think now that we've had a couple weeks to digest it um, and then just ex look at the rest of the world, what's happening and what's not happening and even moving forward in our own lives, I think that was a huge part in having a normal, you would say, summer um, as opposed, and then we'll look at the fall and see like what we can continue. Yeah, you know, the three of us have talked and I, I think you're both very humble kids and I know your parents are really proud of what you did this summer, but um, you know, I think you guys gotta really take a deep look at this at some time as this is, was amazing what we pulled off and, and obviously you guys were a big part of that. All right, we're heading into the kind of the unknown, right? We're heading into um, a hybrid form of cl classes. Um, we're not sure 100% about sports and things like that. How are you guys feeling as we head into, you know, the next week and a half ago that we're going back to school in some format? What's your take on that? I think I'm excited to go back. I think in the coming weeks, you're just trying to prepare as if we're going back like a regular school year. You got to do your summer work. I mean, preparing that we're going to have sports, staying in shape, still working on your skills, and then just getting excited for what we can do and not looking on what we can't. I agree with that. I think just focusing on the little things of like maybe the little aspects of normalcy or the little aspects that you can control, just really focusing on what you're able to do and just appreciating those little things that you still can have. Yeah, and I think some of the stuff that you did this this summer along with those, those other kids that work for me is I, I think you guys are ready for some normalcy again. I mean, this summer we all needed it, right? Adults all the way down to kids. Uh, and obviously we're gonna we're gonna embrace this and I love how you're saying this right now uh, whatever's in front of us you guys are gonna attack it and uh, it's your senior year right you want to have some kind of a, a great senior year as, as normal as a possible senior year um, let's talk a little bit about um, you know we had a successful summer and, and, and I, every time I went down to girl got game uh, and all of you guys were great every single council I have down there outstanding but then I would see you guys all the time and neither one of you ever had a frown on your face. You were always like, personally, I guess, happy to see me or happy to see anybody. Um, <laughs> but you had this like energy to me that I was like, I, I remember saying to Molly and even Kelly saying like, God, did they, are they always in this good mood wired and everything? So tell me a little bit about like what, in, in the two years I've known you now, I've seen that. I've seen it here in the building. I've seen it at Girl Got Game. Um, why are you always in a good mood? Um, I think it's contagious and I think I've seen other people around me be able to impact a room or a group and I just wanted to be that person for someone else and energy whether it's positive or negative is going to be contagious and it's going to show throughout the room so I think it was just important to try to make each kid smile. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I took a very similar take is that I just wanted to be that happy figure every day where if someone wasn't having a good day, I knew I could bring them up. And like Kelsey said, I think it really is contagious. So if you want the entire camp to be happy or if you want whoever you're with that day to have a good time, if you're excited and you make everything seem like it's the best thing ever, then they're going to buy into it. And then that's when you'll see it. So you two by far demonstrated that. Um, and, and all the girls were great at Girl Got Game, but even each one of them said, oh, yeah, the Dion twins, they just bring it every minute. That doesn't, that doesn't happen overnight. Like, when did that all start? I mean, were you three years old, jumping up and down and motivated <laughs> all the time? When did this all start? Um, I think over the years, it's kind of grown more, even like as a little kid, like you said, three years old um, on the soccer field, I was kind of always like running around excited, like screaming, like happy to be there. Um, and I think as I get older, it just kind of grows with that. Um, I just like to have a good time. And I know that like for sports wise, like I play better when I'm enjoying it and like I feel comfortable when I'm having fun. So I try to bring that everywhere because I know if you are having fun, you'll succeed more in whatever you're doing. Yeah, I would agree. I think when you have a smile on your face and you're having fun, you're just doing so much better at whatever you are partaking in. Um, and our Nana, I remember she used to tell us stories about when she worked at a laundromat that some people would come in grumpier with a frown on their face. And she used to challenge herself to try to make every person leave with a smile on their face. And she would keep a count and she would watch for them to smile and maybe try to get them to laugh just to make their day a little bit better. See, the grandmother has, has a big to do yeah. with this. Yeah, awesome. Now, th that's great, but it's also 95 degrees at the middle school. We're running around crazy. Um, I look at some of the kids and some of the staff and they look beat and I look at you with like full of energy. Like how does it continue even in like, and those were tough situations. This summer was one of the hottest summers we had, uh, crazy weather and everything else. How, how, did, how did you do it in those type of conditions? Um, I think just going back to the basics of like, you know you want to enjoy it so you have to tell yourself that it's like your job your responsibility to hold yourself accountable to be that excitement in the room um, and just so that you can see that with everyone else around you i think it was just who we were around i think that um your co-workers around you kind of push you and then you can push them back and then the campers themselves everyone is like there to be have fun and like be a smiling face and I think we all just work together. I don't think it's down to one person per se. Yeah, I, and you got a good group in terms of a lot of these girls you work with, I, I think we had seven people, they're all your friends. So you kind of already had relationships with all of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's awesome. All right, so let me talk a little bit about, do, do people ever look at you and like roll their eyes and say, oh God, here they come, the Dion's there. They're always in great <laughs> moods and whatever. Do you have a sense that some people are like, that maybe your even your personality is overwhelming to them do you ever face that um i think possibly i think i don't know i try to just look at that more as like me like like my grandmother did like just challenging myself to put them in a better mood instead of having them feel that way that like they can't get up to that like excitement yeah 
Yeah, but I definitely think you do need to read your audience and like know when to tone it down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think in a lot of ways, I, I, I believe this strongly that sometimes that's not that they don't like you with that. Sometimes they're jealous that they just can't have that kind of energy. And I, I think what's different as Girl Got Game is all of you girls had energy or whatever. But um, does it carry over to the sport? So you're both very talented athletes at North End of the High, three sport athletes. Um, tell me how that, you know, the self-motivation, the, the complete, you know, excitement to go to the field every day, um, does it carry over to the sports? Yeah, it definitely does. I think that honestly is where it started for me, is I love playing sports, and I think, like I said earlier, I just have fun playing, and I definitely play better when I am enjoying it. So I just, like, have that motivation that I know I want to, enjoy when I'm playing and like in a game or a practice or something every minute I want to have fun um, so I think that's where the motivation comes from is like I always want to be my best so I want to work hard for it like I don't think of it as like a job or anything I really just want to enjoy it and I want to give my best yeah and I think it comes down to your teammates too and I know that like you want to be your best for them um, so you just want to keep working hard so that they're not disappointed do a lot of, like I was I was telling Coach Paul Tanglis, who's the boys basketball coach, uh, about like your energy level. And, you know, sometimes, and I'm, I'm in the basketball world a lot, you know, involved with not just the North End of High School, but some of my own basketball programs that I run. And we always look for that, and I predominantly deal with males, but I, I look for them to kind of have that energy and that excitement. And like that's why I'm impressed with you guys. I'd, I'd like, could you do a training for some of the guys at the, <laughs> uh, the high school basketball team? Like, y y again, that's why I keep asking you, like, where all this came from. But I think, you know, it's about, you know, it sounds to me like you're both very comfortable in your own skin. You know who you are, and you're comfortable. Is that is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, clear to me is that you, you know, the fact that you really wanna. You know, four or five hours a girl got game. It's, I actually watched you one day, and I'm like, it didn't stop. And it wasn't an act. Like, sometimes, you know, sometimes when Rick's car pull up, you know, some people actually work a little harder because. <laughs> but with you guys, it was, it was real with that. So where do you see yourself taking that strength and that trait that you have as you head into adulthood? Um, I think I like working with people, so I don't know what I want to be in the future, but I think I want to be around other people. Um, and uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think I just, I like like being a leader and I like kind of being a role model for people and someone to look up to. So I'd always want to like shed that good energy and like positivity to other people and just show them like what you can really do if you try as hard as you can. I don't really... I mean, I think like sometimes natural talent comes to people, but I also think that like putting in the work kind of pays off more than anything else. So I want to sh like share that with other people. I see both of you as leaders, and I, you know, I've talked to Demi about you know your leadership abilities in the youth council, and obviously I've seen you working for me in the summertime. Um, so when I look at the leadership that you have, who are some people that in your life maybe? were the reasons you become a leader or given you some skills to be a leader? Who were those first leaders in your life that are mentors to you? 
I think for me, it's really my family. Um, my family's really close. Like we have family dinners almost every night, the five of us, and we just like talk for hours. My friends joke with me. I like, won't answer their texts for three hours. They're like, your dinner is so long. I'm like, I know, I don't know what to do about it. Um, but I think it really just, that family connection, like I look up to them and they kind of help me and like have shaped who I am. I would agree. I think family is really big in our lives. Um, just like spending time together and learning from each other and having those awkward conversations about like what's going on in the world or in your own life. Um, I think we're really there to support each other. And tell me about the, uh, the third Dion sister. She's an older sister of yours. Her name and what she's doing right now. She's in college now, right? Yeah, so our older sister is Taylor. She's two years older than us. She's a sophomore at Villanova. Um, studying comprehensive sciences. Wow, awesome. So it's the uh, the three girls, your mother and your father. Yep. yep. And, uh, and he loves hanging out with the women, right? He, <laughs> does he get sick of your stories, or did you come home a lot and talk about Girl Got Game and stuff at the, at the dinner table? Yeah, he always jokes. So we have a female dog, too, and he's like, wow, I am really outnumbered. <laughs> um, but I think he honestly appreciates it. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds like you guys have a great family. All right, so let's take it up a little bit. You're going to be seniors, you know, in this great unknown what are you hoping for as a senior year in a during a global pandemic? Um, I think I'm hoping to, you obviously haven't been a senior yet, so there's nothing that you're like, oh, I missed out on this. I think I'm just hoping to experience as much as we can um, and then just like make the most of it. Yeah, I think just seeing a lot of people is like spending time with the people that you may not see in a couple of years or ever after this year. So just really enjoying like the great community that we have in North Andover. Yeah, you have a great perspective on that. And you know, you guys did something that I found out about that, you know, when it when found out we weren't gonna have spring sports and you know, a bunch of guys work for me, you know, Jack Moran's a baseball player, you know, Dylan Caporal and stuff like that. And I know people were very disappointed of not having spring season and obviously you guys losing out on uh, and our lacrosse program is a great lacrosse program and so you lost out on that but you almost you know i heard the story you guys didn't hang your head i i know you and callista both of you and callista were involved with making sure to try to you know promote and recognize those seniors who didn't have a senior year what was the whole thing behind that yeah so we always celebrate our seniors on their senior night and throughout the season we're like we love our seniors and this year, obviously, we couldn't have that. So we kind of made our own senior night um, at just like a giant parking lot so that we could socially distance. We made them posters and just got together, had like a car party like people were having in March um, just to celebrate them and let them know how much we appreciated them. Yeah, so I think it was really just like Kelsey said about keeping the tradition alive. We know that that's something as a lacrosse program, we're really a tight family. And we know that we always like to honor them every year. So we just kind of wanted to keep that going. Awesome. Now, uh, thinking ahead, and I know you guys play two other sports, but let's stick with lacrosse. Um, how does your lacrosse team look this year? Again, it's, it'll be in the springtime and it'll be with this new format, it'll be considered like the fourth season, right? It'll start a little bit later than usual and go a little bit longer. But what's the outlook for this lacrosse team next year? 
Um, so we actually have a big, pretty big senior class. I think there are eight of us right now, and hopefully a couple more will, will join this year. Um, we've all really been playing together since youth, so for probably like six or seven years. Um, and I think we're really all pretty close. So that definitely helps on the field, having chemistry like that. So, I mean, it'll be a little challenging without having a season this year. But I think a lot of people have really been working in the off season too, so it should be a good year. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's just about being together where we missed a full season. I think everyone's just so eager to get back on the field. It'll just definitely be different where you missed a whole season of new faces that we do have a smaller returning team, but I think we'll make up for it. And my friend Callista's going to be healthy to play this year, I hope. Hopefully, she, I hope so. She tweaked herself last week, she told <laughs> me, and but uh, she said no surgery. She should be good to go. And a number of weeks and it'll be that so obviously we wish you guys the best of luck of that let me ask you about north andover school system if i'm correct you went to north andover school since since kindergarten first yep. grade okay yep. so you've got a you've been here the entire which is now 12 years uh, what's your take on your experience at um you know elementary middle school and high school what's what's the school system done for the dion twins um, so we started at Kittredge Elementary, um, and I think honestly that was probably one of my best experiences. Since it was such a small school, it was really a tight community, and like my mom was pretty involved with it too. So I think like being able to know everyone there, we really built a relationship there um, with like the teachers and administrators too. So really having them like look out for you for six years was great. Mm. Yeah, and I think that really I know it probably happens at all of the elementary schools because it's a North Andover community, but I think um, they just really teach you about being a, a good person and the raised values were ser really taken seriously there, and I think it really helps shape young people into doing more for their community. So the Kittredge Kangaroos, right? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> then you went off to the middle school and the high school. As you think about your middle school and high school career as you become young women, um, who are some faces, um, some people that may have been teachers or support or coaches? Um, that have been big people in your life as you're now starting to wind down your high school career? Um, I think Mr. Van Horn, who is a history teacher at the high school, and he runs the Speed and Strength Clinic in the summers. We started doing that in, I think, seventh or eighth grade, and he was always a good role model on the energy that he brought and just the leadership that he brought. I kind of took from that, and then I was able to take his class in high school too. Um, and he's just so passionate about what he does that it's really inspiring. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely felt like I made a connection with Mr. Van Horn through the Speed and Strength um, program as well as through AP US History with him. He just cares about you becoming a good person. Um, so I think he really tries to set people apart by making sure that they care about others too. And I think also with that, um, lacrosse is a big part of my life. So. Um, Meredith Pryor was a great coach for me too. She really like helped me with my skills like as being a person and a lacrosse player. So seeing her face in the hallways too was really helpful. Sure, and she's still involved with you. I know she's not the coach anymore, but you have her for class or anything? Yeah, I did last okay. year. Awesome. Uh, Andy actually has been on my podcast. <laughs> uh, I consider Andy a friend. We talk a lot and I, it won't surprise either one of you is him and I talk constantly about like culture, like mm -hmm. right, and how we, and he's done a phenomenal job in his classroom, um, obviously as a coach, 
Uh, and obviously a, a huge, uh, and every year I get one of those free st uh, strength, speed and strength conditioning <laughs> shirts, which I love. Uh, but he's phenomenal like that, and not surprising that you guys look at him as a role model on that. So what happens next year? Are we uh, going off to college, and do you guys have any idea at this point in time you know, where you might want to go to college or what you might want to study? Yeah, so um, I was working through the recruiting process for lacrosse, um, and I actually committed to the admissions process at Middlebury College to play lacrosse there. Awesome. Middlebury. Great school. Yeah. Now, are the Dion twins going together? We are not, actually. Okay. Um, no one believes we would go our separate ways, but we are. So I've committed to the admissions process at Colby College at for lacrosse. Colby. So NESCAC rivals. Yes. Yep. So I might have to go to that game, Colby versus Middlebury. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a close drive for either one, but it could be worth going. <laughs> so obviously, I'm very familiar with NESCAC schools, academic schools. You guys are picking phenomenal schools. Um, you'll do great there. Do you know what you're thinking about studying or is that kind of up in the air? Um, I think it's still up in the air. I don't really know what I want to do, but I definitely like math and sciences. Nice. Yeah, pretty similar for me too. I'm not sure what I want to study, but I think something with math or computers or science. Awesome. All right, I've got a few more questions for you. I'd, I'd like you to, if I was to ask you to talk to some young girls or boys, um, around your whole self-motivation stuff, what would be some of your advice you'd give to some young people of living every day and living every minute the way that you guys do? What would you say to these kids? I think just getting out there every day and doing something. So even if you're not motivated to get that workout in or you're not motivated to do your schoolwork or hang out with friends or something, just like one little thing every day. And like you can make a checklist um, if you have like a planner or something. But just when you're not feeling like doing something, I think the biggest thing is getting up and doing one little thing and like crossing off those little things is really helpful. And like I think I always know if I don't feel like doing a workout once I start, I'm like excited and enjoying it. So I think just getting yourself pushing that a little bit to get out there and that's what makes the difference. I would agree. I would also say follow your heart and do what you love. Like don't force yourself to do something that you're not gonna enjoy. Um, go after your dreams, but follow it if you really love it. Absolutely. Great advice to some of our young people on this. So you guys, uh, we want you to obviously have a great senior year. Um, what's the latest on uh, soccer for the fall? We are on to start September 18th. Um, and How are these rule changes going to affect you guys? So the MIA released seven page mo uh, modifications mm -hmm. and we will be playing with masks the whole time. We will not. Are be you doing kidding me? You guys will be fine with that. You played with masks all summer. Yeah, exactly. I think we're pretty used to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there'll be no throw-ins, just kick-ins, no heading the ball. A couple small tweaks, but I'm just glad to be out there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think just really enjoying that we can have some type of season is all that matters to me. Yeah, I listen to some purists talk about soccer, and you know they they look at the modifications. Well, it's not soccer, and I. It's with everything that, and you guys, we've talked about this a lot too, is you've got to make the best of the situation is, you know, if you don't do the modifications, you can't play. So why not at least have the opportunity to play and get out there? You guys already lost one season. Um, you know, obviously we're all hoping for a successful fall season so we can go into a winter season, which we can eventually go into a spring season. 
because um, I'm not sure when we're going to have a vaccine or a treatment. So we got to continue to do this. But I think it's exciting that you're actually going to be able to, to play sports. What have you learned during this whole pandemic or just even the last, you know, since March when we got shut down and now as you had to see What have you learned during this process about yourself? Um, let's see. I think really just like the motivation piece that like if I can get myself to start one like small task, um, then it really makes a difference. So like when I'm not really feeling like doing something, if I think about how I'm gonna feel once I'm doing it, that really gets me motivated. Nice. I would agree. I think just starting with something kind of helps you to move on with your day. And then I think leaning on those around you, whether that's your family, your friends, your mentors, um, I think we just all have to be out there to support each other and just let people know that you're there for them. Awesome. Well, girls, you, you are amazing. I, you know, obviously I've got to see you the last two years. Um, I think I said this to you before. I wish I had known you when you were a little bit younger. You're, you guys are impressive young women. I am blown away with this uh, constantly in a great mood. I think I'm gonna have to get in touch with your mother. There's gotta be a day that you don't have a good day. Where there's, gotta, there's gotta be a picture of both of you with frowns on or something. It's gotta, it's gotta happen occasionally, but your motivation is contagious. You've used that word. Um, it's impressive for me. I've used you as an example. And again, I'm not trying to put you guys on a pedestal, but when I look for summer fun employees, when I look for Girl Got Blame, Sports and Rec, our basketball league, I'm looking for people that have energy and, interest in wanting to be here and giving it a hundred percent and i think most of the kids who work for me do that by the way it's just you guys are an extreme in terms of really kind of showing it in a really good way and you know i just want to let you know everybody here at the youth center appreciates you guys and i want you guys to have a wonderful senior year and as we've said deal with it whatever it is right if it's not going to be necessarily it's like when i said goodbye to all the kids that are going away first year of college it's it's gonna be different, right? First year of college, you wanna meet people, you wanna be able to do things, and they're stuck in their dorm room and cohorts, and which you guys are used to and everything else. But, you know, obviously make the best of this situation. You guys have talked about that, you know, when you do go back to school in the hybrid version, guidelines aren't gonna to be tough for you two to handle or anybody that's even worked for me, right? You followed unbelievable guidelines all summer, mask wearing, physical distancing, things like that. So. I know you're going to try to keep people motivated and, and pumped up. I do want to add that you, because lots of teachers do respect you and everything else, that I think we do know that teachers are nervous, right? Um, they didn't work summer fun. They didn't know how some of these things go. And um, with you guys being student leaders, I'd ask you to kind of you know, help your teachers a little bit because this is a new normal for them. It's a new normal. But, again, you've had a little experience, right? I mean, this summer was a huge experience on that. And... As you've heard me say a million times, we're in this together, and you know, I think we all got to work together to make it the best we can, and I obviously hope you guys have a great senior year. So I want to thank you for coming on the Youth Centered Podcast, and I fully expect that we have 100,000 listens to this within a week because <laughs> it's the die-on times, too. But, uh, no, thank you, girls, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. So on behalf of everybody, as we talked last week, we are back with our weekly podcasts. Um, we've got a couple of other ones coming up. we got Tyler Nelson, who's uh, playing in the G League right now, talking about his uh, road to uh, professional basketball. 
Uh, we have Bill Fahey, my man Bill Fahey, Andover Youth Services Director, first employee of Rick Gorman's at the Youth Center. We're going to be coming on together to talk some Youth Center stuff. And we have a number of other things coming up, so hopefully you guys will check it out. But as we finish every podcast, we always say too much passion is never enough passion.